So I could find lists of people that come to Give, Send, Go and say, I was taken off this other platform. And so that's why I'm on Give, Send, Go, um, because they aren't kind to people who, you know, it's funny because we think of the word tolerance and that seems to be the, the leftist term, right? Like we want to be tolerant and tolerant isn't just being kind to people you agree with. That's not tolerant. You know, tolerant is saying, no, even if I disagree with you, I still see value in you as a human being. Welcome to Dig Life Deep with John Aiden Byrne. Now, you may have heard that PayPal recently had a lot of controversy when it announced a policy to fine users $2,500 for misinformation, as it called it, on its platform. Searches for how to delete PayPal have skyrocketed by nearly 1000 worldwide since PayPal announced that policy. And of course, it quickly backtracked and the company has now said it was just all an error, but users, customers um, weren't buying into this. And according to USA Today, an analysis by news portal Financial World found that Google searches spiked for both delete PayPal and cancel PayPal as the tech company faced intense backlash over the updated terms of agreements. You just heard a moment ago my interview with Heather Wilson. She's the co founder of an alternative crowdfunding website, givesendgo.com, and it has seen a massive spike in processing volume, a 500% increase over the last year and it's now used in 86 countries hard to totally describe it but it's sort of a anti-woke platform it's certainly not something you'd find out of silicon valley or among the social media elite it welcomes pretty much anybody with a good cause there are some exceptions which to be frank, uh, I got to agree with them on, but it's it's a great crowdfunding website for charities, fundraisers, um, healthcare causes, community causes, just all kinds of causes. People are using Give Send Go to be able to raise money, share easily with their friends and family, really replace the other sites that are getting into that the censorship game. Because whether or not GoFundMe would allow you to raise money for your pet on GoFundMe knowing that they could take you down at any moment based on their own ideological bent, we say you shouldn't have to worry about that. In a moment, we're going to play my full interview with Heather Wilson. Again, she's the co-founder of GiveSendGo.com. She'll explain to me how it was set up and what it's all about and the phenomenal growth in its platform, uh, starting with, well, another controversial episode in our recent history. But Quickly back to the PayPal controversy. The headline in USA Today said, App backtracks on new policy to find users 2,500 for what PayPal described as 
information. Of course, misinformation is in the eye of the beholder and customers, many customers were not just buying into it. It saw a massive surge in customers who were deleting their account. According to USA Today, 1,400% worldwide increase in delete PayPal searches according to a survey done by Financial World. Just quite breathtaking. What else does the article in USA Today state so that you're very clear? Well, here you go. The policy misfired, however. That's the PayPal policy misfired. And it resulted in intense blowback, according to the USA Today story. Give, send, go um, has experienced explosive growth. It's an alternative to many of the crowdfunding sites out there, including PayPal. And you'll learn a bit more in my interview with Give, Send, Go co-founder Heather Wilson. I really enjoyed the conversation. She's a very, a very warm and charming person. And I, I, gosh, I think, I think the company has a great future. Before we get to my full interview with Give, Send, Go, it's time for our weekly segment of Future Shock 2.0 with Ira Wolf. And we're going to, well, we're going to be looking at fallout from the COVID disaster and tragedy let's call it that, in our world economy. And of course, the big sadness was at the loss of all those lives. That puts everything in perspective. But the other side of it was governmental policy. Ira has a take on this that you may never have realised. It's an incredible impact on the US labour markets. Here's Ira Wolf. Ira Wolf, welcome back to Future Shock 2.0. COVID, of course, has impacted the labor force for the past two years, and there's a new finding out. Yeah, thanks, John. We, we certainly are getting back to some level of normal. You know, we certainly see people walking around with masks every now and then. Uh, a lot of people have gone back to, to the office, gone back to work, or uh, are resuming all their activities. But the, the workforce... Um, has sig- significantly been impacted. Number one is we lost a million lives. Now, not all, not only were some of those um, people workers uh, out of that, there was a lot of older people that weren't working uh, and, and some young people that weren't in the workforce, but we lost the lives out of that. But the new study that was just released uh, came out uh, a week or so ago from uh, two professors, at, two economists at Stanford University and MIT uh, estimated that we lost uh, the the U.S. labor force shrank by about 500,000 people. And what they did was they went out and they surveyed uh, people who took who lost a week of work or so due to health reasons related to uh, COVID or similar, uh, you know, some, the symptoms of COVID. Part of that was long COVID, people that are just struggling getting back. They're still fatigued. Um, but other times uh, people had recurrences. We've had all these variants come up and, and people were sick again. Um, a significant part of that, we f- they found that people who missed a week of work, a year later, there was a 7% less likely chance that they were still working. Uh, don't know what the correlation is beyond that. Haven't seen the data. Um, but, you know, as, as difficult it is for people to, employers to find employees and, and workers these days. One other fact that was part of this is that we, the total size of the labor force in August was greater than the total size of the labor force in February of 2020, before the, the pandemic. So we we had 165 million people working, uh, and but we had more jobs than that. 
you take out 500,000 people, those people are being missed. So we're, we're going to continue to see the side effects of COVID in the long run. I think it's important for labor, for employers and, and companies to address that and to accommodate that. And, you know, just because somebody has COVID or symptoms of COVID, um, you know, that's one of the values of, of remote work, of hybrid work. It allows people to, to do that. Uh, they also only did this over a week, I believe. So the data actually, they believe, may be underestimated and the loss could be as high as 750,000 people are missing from the workforce due to COVID-related symptoms. Wow. Thank you, Ira Wolf. That was Ira Wolf with the latest segment of Future Shock 2.0, and Ira will be back with us again next week. Ira is a workforce and labor trends expert, a TEDx speaker, author, and he also hosts the ever-popular Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization podcast, of which I was a guest with the team from the Odeon Capital Conversations podcast, which is really well worth listening to. Each week, we bring listeners topics on all things money and markets, from inflation, interest rates, Fed policy, uh, recession, recessions, depressions, what goes on in the upper echelons of the banking industry, what's happening on the geopolitical stage as it affects investors on the institutional side and consumers. And we've looked uh, at the war in Ukraine, we've looked at the energy markets, commodities, and it's a must-listen-to podcast. That's Odeon Capital Conversations, top-rated podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And you can listen to it on wherever you listen to your popular podcasts. I'm your host, John Aiden Byrne. We keep digging for the secrets and stories of uncommon and everyday things and interesting people. My guest is Heather Wilson. She's the co-founder of GiveSendGo.com. It's described as the leading online freedom fundraising platform which has experienced extraordinary growth in the last year. Its website has seen a 1000% increase between June 2021 and June 2022. I'm your host John Aidan Byrne. Heather Wilson, welcome to my show. We have a fantastic topic here. It's really interesting. You're a crowdfunding website or site platform call it what you will you've managed to carve out a very unique niche and grow exponentially in the past couple of years i mean it just got my attention because you're in a very competitive space your website is give send go uh, it's a crowdfunding website so if a charity or a church a community or an organization want to raise funds your pardon upon the go-to site for many people tell us about it yeah thank you for having us so gifts and go was started about eight years ago at the time there were a couple big players in the market and then a whole bunch of small crowdfunding platforms that had kind of popped up because they had seen oh wow this is a great idea yeah. um today there's not as many small ones as, as the big ones have been uh scooping them up and really trying to make a monopoly out of, hey, we are the site. Uh, and so Gift and Go came on the, the scene just as a alternative uh, to sites like GoFundMe. And we 
have been doing walking this out for the last eight years and in the more recent two or three years we've watched ourselves um get thrown into this national spotlight for being a little bit different than our competitors yeah right exactly so that's what we're going to get to that's the nut graph as it were of this whole story because just to launch a crowdfunding website it, 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 that's a difficult that's a tough call because it's a saturated space getting market share to me is a pipe dream but you found yourself in the spotlight politically i guess during covid uh, you took the right road if that's the correct word and then you just grew from there tell us about it sure it actually even started probably what what got us in the attention with the covid truckers and and all that happened then a, a year and a half prior to that, a young man named Kyle Rittenhouse had found himself in some problems um, because he had shot some people in the, the protests that were happening in Kenosha after George Floyd. They were burning down this, the city and this young boy named Kyle Rittenhouse found himself in some legal trouble because he had shot some people that were chasing him. It was all over the news and things like that. And so he went to start a fund to raise money for his, his defense. And no one would allow him to have a defense because they all, the mob, Facebook, everybody wanted to just say he was guilty. And so he came, finally found Give, Send, Go and started a campaign on Give, Send, Go. And we allowed him to raise money because he lives in the United States. And it was a legal defense fund for his, was, we didn't know if he was innocent or guilty. We didn't think it should be tried on the court of public opinion. And so what we did is we allowed him to raise money. He raised over $600,000 on Give, Send, Go. It threw us into this spotlight of people really going, who is this platform that would allow something that everybody else says we shouldn't allow? And it, it put our name out there, not always in a good light. A lot of people didn't like that. But the, the kid a year and a half later, when he went to trial, got found not guilty. And so here's all these big tech platforms that shut him down and he was found not guilty in a court of law. And that is why we now stand to give everybody a voice. And we, you saw it with the truckers during COVID up in Canada. You could see it with just a lot of situations that happen um, where big tech seems to have a, their own agenda and wants to decide who gets the voice or not. And we've decided we will be a voice for all. When you started this out and experimenting with it, with your brother, right? You're the yes, owners yes. and it's a private company. Um, you never anticipated this kind of growth, I'm sure. You know, we always talked about, oh, when Give, Send, Go takes off, you know, that was like our tag well, that we would talk, okay, you know, let's just keep marketing. And when Give, Send, Go takes off, you know, and we hoped, but we didn't understand the need that we would fill. We thought we would just be an alternative platform, you know, just another choice that people had in the matter. We didn't know how needed we would be in today's uh, day and age, that there would actually be such censorship going on on the other platforms that if it wasn't for Give, Send, Go, there would be a whole segment of people that never got to raise money. And, and we know that money gives people a voice, gives people some power. And when you take that away from people, they can feel be left without, without a voice. So Heather, when you started this up, uh, there was clearly a polarization in the US society globally, but it's become more intense in the past couple of years. There are various explanations for that. So you really didn't see what was about to unfold. It unfolded and your company has grown and there's some stunning statistics. Even from just last year, just to show you kind of a growth pattern, we're up 
800% in our numbers um, from just last year. In the spring of this year, we expanded from being available in 35 countries where people could raise funds to 86 countries. We're just watching this growth. Our staff has grown um, all of our numbers. You know, people are coming on by the hundreds a day, starting campaigns on Give, Send, Go, raising millions of dollars every month, um, and just really spreading the word that there is this replacement platform that is so much better than the alternatives, not just because we don't censor, but because we also believe that money is only part of the solution. And we reach out to every campaign that started on Gifts and Go, and we offer hope through our prayer team. We have a team of people that call you and say, hey, I see you had a house fire. Can I just pray with you right now over what you're raising money for? And people, even people that don't have any faith background, love the connection that somebody cares enough to call them and reach into their situation and offer them some hope. And we're watching that really change, uh, change the culture. You have millions of dollars a month. Would that be correct going through your platform? Absolutely. Yes. And while you're a private company, you can't really fully disclose how profitable you are, but you are profitable. Any further sense on that? Yeah, so gifts and go, people always ask, well, we, we tell people that we are a free Christian platform. And people go, well, how are you free? What does that even mean? Well, when crowdfunding first started, uh, most crowdfunding platforms, we all have a processing fee based on our processor. It's 2.9% plus 30 cents. It's, it's a third party processor. But then the crowdfunding platforms would charge about a 5 to 10% just to use their platform and all the, the tools to share and make a campaign. When we started, we decided really early on that we were not going to charge that platform fee, that we were going to just operate for free. So people go, well, how does that work? How can you be profitable and, and maintain that business model? Well, what we do is that we have a little box on the Give Now button that when somebody goes to donate to a campaign, that they can also give something to Gives and Go to help keep us free. And what we're watching, despite all the bad news we hear out there, we're watching a very generous people come on to Gives and Go recurringly, often over and over again to find needs and say, I'm going to step in and help out. And then they also throw, you know, a dollar, $5, $10, whatever, you know, it made more sense to take money yeah. from the people who had it than the people who needed it. Yeah, it's sort of uh, somewhat like the Wikipedia model too. You can donate a uh, sort of goodwill offering. Give, send, go is in the top 1% of websites visited by traffic in the USA. Over 2 million prayers have been posted on campaigns on, on Give, Send, Go. Current events increased 85% in 2000 over the total last year. Money raised for churches increased 95% this year over the year prior. Medical fundraisers are up 70% in 2022. It goes on and on. A uh, number of employees increased 1,000%, uh, <laughs> I guess that's in the, in the past 12 months. And Give, Send, Go saw the most traffic in three countries in the past 12 months, the USA, Canada, and the uk i just took a peek uh, before we came on uh, on your website i was impressed and it was interesting because as a fundraiser for the i always have problem pronouncing this but the hoik family in in um pennsylvania that's the it's a pro-life fundraiser they were uh house was raided by the fbi 
My goodness. I mean, there's people still reeling and shocking. Try to explain that. So they've raised something in, in the region of 38,000 now. And then there was a Hurricane Ian fund. This one, the, there's a fundraiser for a detransitioning program for somebody called Sarah, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's raised over 14,000. Yeah, we're seeing campaigns across the board, like you, you just mentioned three that are totally different situations. And we're watching people come on and, and from, you know, maybe raising money for their pets, that something happening with their pets to some tragedy that, that happened. People are using Give, Send, Go to be able to raise money, share easily with their friends and family, and um, really replace the other sites that are getting into that, the censorship game. Because whether or not GoFundMe would allow you to raise money for your pet on GoFundMe, knowing that they could take you down at any moment based on their own ideological bent. We say you shouldn't have to worry about that. So come to Give, Send, Go. We're going to, like you said, we have a give button, a share button, and a pray button. And like you said, over 2 million people have clicked that pray button and sent a message of prayer and hope to people on our platform. And it's the missing piece that we Mm -hmm. see in these other, and it's making a difference. I, I can't tell you how many stories we have heard of people just going, man, I cannot believe that you care, like a big tech crowdfunding platform cares enough about my situation to reach out to me. So you're a traditional business model in the sense that you promote traditional values that uh, we long cherished in America and in the Western world and that are being taken away from us to to quite a large degree. I'm assuming there are some no-nos, some radical, diabolical, evil person who's doing a fundraiser. Um, I can't imagine anybody at this stage, but you might give pause to somebody like that? You know, this is a discussion we get asked about a lot, a question we get asked about a lot and a discussion we have a lot with our team. Um, Because there is the standing for freedom and understanding that even with freedom comes consequence, right? Like we we don't say take away the consequence uh, if somebody has the freedom to choose to do something wrong. So we allow legal defense fundraisers. So that means somebody might have done something bad and they're raising money for legal defense, but we don't become the judge and jury on that. We allow them the the system in the United States um, to do their job and allow them to raise funds for legal fees on gives and go, no matter what they've done. Now that can be a little bit of a rub because people have already done the bad thing and, and they're not raising money to do a bad thing. They've, they've already done the bad thing. And now they're just wanting to be afforded the same rights as a rich person would in our justice system. And if their friends and family will give, then we allow them to. We do not allow murder on gifts and go, which sounds obvious. obvious. Um, <laughs> <hope> but, not. <laughs> but, with, but with that being said, we also say, well, you can't say I'm going to go buy a gun and kill somebody. But we also believe that a baby in the womb is a, a, a human being. And so we do not allow abortion on gifts and go because under our murder clause. And then the only other one is we don't allow child abuse, which again, everybody would say, well, that makes sense. Um, no one's going to, you can't buy a lock to lock your kid in the closet. But with that, we also don't allow you to use gifts and go to transition your underage children into a different gender. We believe that's child abuse. We're not going to allow you to do that. Now, if you're 18 and you or and you're of legal age to make that choice for yourself, then you could use Gifts and Go. And we're going to reach out to you and we're going to pray with you and we're going to share hope with you. Um, Because most of the time when you are walking through something like that, there's some confusion and and 
something going on even bigger than just that I don't feel comfortable in my body. But we're not going to allow a parent to use Give Then Go to transition a child. Uh, we, we believe that's child abuse. So those are our two clauses right now. No child abuse and no murder. That's interesting. It's not quite libertarian. You do have your values and you mentioned the transitioning. But if somebody was, I don't know, 18 or older or 21, whatever. Yeah, 21, the whatever office, the age is. Yeah. You, you would not stand in the way. But you are pro-life in the sense that if the um, pro-choice lobby was trying to do a fundraiser or somebody was doing a fundraiser to have an abortion, that'd be a no-no for sure. Absolutely. And, and we really feel strongly about that. And there are other platforms that are very pro-choice that you can go to. So the only reason someone would come to the number one free Christian crowdfunding platform, Gibbs and Go, to no. have an abortion is to try to make make a scene. And you know what? We welcome people. We love people. We love people we disagree with. It's something that our world has kind of told us that we can't do. Yeah. And we're watching it done day after day because when I get in a car accident or when my daughter gets diagnosed with cancer and I put a crowdfunding campaign up, no one's asking me if I'm Republican or Democrat or what I voted for in order to give to my daughter who has cancer, right? Or any tragic circumstance. People come together. And this is what we see as a hope on Gives and Go is that people come together no matter what their circumstances, when there is a need. Your neighbor has a house fire. People come together. The heart of America is still there where people, they're telling us it's not, but it is. When there's a tragedy, when something happens, people cross those party lines and say, we're going to step in and help you through this tragedy. And we're seeing it happen every day on Gives and Go. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. My guest is Heather Wilson. She's the co-founder of GiveSendGo.com. It's described as the leading online freedom fundraising platform, which has experienced extraordinary growth in the last year. Its website has seen a 1,000% increase between June 2021 and June 2022. I'm your host, John Aiden Byrne. So you're very open-minded. You have this compassionate view of the world. You're open to dialogue to to all peoples of faith, no faith, who disagree with you, agree with you. Um, which suggests really that's not quite the same on the left, the liberal left, and among those platforms, um, who censor people. I mean, I get the sense that you know they take a more um aggressive hostile approach to people of faith? 
And we are seeing that we hear a lot of times from students. I could go on with lists if I if I had you know ten minutes, I could find lists of people that come to Give Send Go and say I was taken off this other platform, and so that's why I'm on Give Send Go um, because they aren't kind to people who you know. It's funny because we think of the word tolerance, and that seems to be the the leftist term, right? Like we want to be tolerant, and tolerant isn't just being kind to people you agree with. That's not tolerant. You know, tolerant is saying, no, even if I disagree with you, I still see value in you as a human being. I And, and who am I to actually be that um, brazen to think that everything I think is 100% right? We all are, are a product of our upbringing and, and our surroundings and, and things like that, the things we've experienced. And the only way we're going to get better as people is by having dialogue of listening to people that disagree without getting angry and going, wow, that's an interesting perspective. Let me think on that for a little bit. And, and that's what we really are trying to do at Gives and Go. We believe it's what's going to uh, continue to push our, our country together rather than what we're seeing where we're being tried, you know, people are trying to divide us. It offers a sort of a seal of approval, as it were, if somebody's using your um website and fundraising and somebody who's familiar with your marketing or your brand say oh gee i know these guys yeah i'm going to support uh, my neighbor because uh, mm -hmm. not only is it a good cause but this is a great website so that's what we're seeing we're actually seeing a lot of people saying i want to support you but if you use this other site i can't do it because mm. of their position what we've seen happen over the last couple of years so you have to start a give, send, go if you want me to support you. It's been a great marketing. It's been great for us because we haven't really had to do anything. Our competitors are the ones pushing people toward us. And we welcome them with open arms and say, hey, this is why we're here. We're here to give you a voice. And we say from the womb to the tomb, you will mm. have a voice on give, send, go. That's wonderful. And so you do have competition per se, although what does that really mean? Because you said your competitors, in effect, are sending business to you. Um, but I, I'm thinking of there's Facebook, there's GoFundMe, are there any other ones? We don't have to mention them all by names, but is it a crowded field? It was for a little bit, but what we're watching, there's a few other pretty big ones. I think Gives and Go in the U.S. is the second largest philanthropic uh crowdfunding platform right under GoFundMe. There are sites like Kickstarter, which is in a different league. It's for people that are inventing something or coming yeah. up with an album, like a different, you know, you, you invest in somebody's product. Um, but as far as uh, for philanthropic, hey, I'm just giving because you have a need and it's a good thing to do. I'm not getting anything back. Um, Gives and Go is the second largest one in the US um, at this time because GoFundMe scooped up probably three or four over the last couple of years um and brought them into their platform and so it kind of left us with a a good sized playing field um as again we used to call ourselves the alternative and now we say we're the replacement because we are going to be replacing some of these other big names in crowdfunding because it's a horrible marketing strategy strategy to say i'm going to eliminate half of my user base and try yeah. to be the best and and so we're like let's let's just step right into this position. They're holding it open for us. Yeah. Any milestones, records you broke on your platform in terms of fundraising, crowdfunding? Sure. Yeah. So we obviously we had that big 
Canadian trucker platform, which we saw our largest month ever, um, because just that one one campaign raised over 14, 13 million dollars on that one campaign. So that was our largest campaign ever. It was. Um, and then uh, we are seeing month over month. So all of last year, we have probably nine months of last year, every month we beat our record from the prior month of campaigns made and of funds processed. And so we give our team a bonus every time we beat our prior month when we beat our record. And so so all, all month they were getting bonuses almost every month because we kept beating our record. Then we hit the trucker campaign, which was that 13 million. And we, we haven't beat that month yet, but we're going to wipe that from our, our team so that they can still receive these bonuses. And we're on track this month again to, to beat our record. If we, you took out that, uh, trucker, trucker campaign, which is a one time big, big, uh, you know, campaign in the middle of, of the year, but we're on track this month to blow away our, our record prior to the truckers. And so it's, it is growing. It is growing. And it's because we're standing with character. People say, Gifts and Go, you guys have such a good name. We, you're, you're doing things right. Um, and we're not beholden to anybody. A lot of people will say, who owns Gifts and Go? Who's the money behind Gifts and Go? Who's calling these shots? And me and my brother look at each other and kind of laugh. Go, huh. <laughs> if they knew it was just us, they wouldn't be as scared. <laughs> Heather, what's it like um, leading, running a company that operates 24-7, seven days of the week, 24 hours? It is way bigger than I ever imagined. You, you, Jacob and I, when we started, it was Tim and I and a developer, and we did everything, right? You start up, you, you do every part of the company, customer service and marketing, and really every everything. Now we have teams of people to do those things. And it is just as exciting and just as stressful to have teams of people that you're leading through, building out uh, training materials and building out, you know, just all the systems needed. But it's exciting as well, because it's exactly what our dream was, that we would have a crowdfunding platform that would be known to the world as a, a place that people could come. And again, I know I keep saying this, but and have a voice and that we could share hope because that you ask anybody on our team what our, our mission statement is at Gifts and Go. And again, we are a freedom platform, We, but it's to share the hope of Jesus through crowdfunding is what our team would tell you, because that we check everything we do by that. Are we sharing hope with people? When people write in and they hate us and we get a lot of hate mail, are we responding in kindness? You know, like we don't, we want to be different. We want to show the world that we can be different and still be a big player in, in, in the marketplace. And we're watching it happen. And running a business that's open 24 hours a day, we have to have customer service on, we have to have development, you know, we can't, we can't sleep because, you know, who knows what happens on the weekend. So we do, we're building out those teams to support this. Um, and we have awesome people. Like if I could shout out, you know, everybody's name, like, I just can't believe the quality of people that have been brought to our team at Gifts and Go. It's, it's amazing. Well, they all buy into it. That's the interesting thing about, uh, it's a bit of a hackneyed phrase, but a purpose-driven company, which yours clearly is. <clears throat> so there's a strong attachment, I would share, among employees who share your values. I don't know what it's like to work at Facebook or these other companies, but they keep changing their rules and going down strange twists and strange turns. That's got to be disconcerting even for 
anybody in the so-called uh, liberal camp hate all those phrases, but mm -hmm. we have to use them. Yeah, I don't know if you watched recently, I'm sure, a PayPal, like little, oh, change of terms, and then, well, wait, we didn't mean to do that. Well, that's really concerning that you could have someone change your whole terms of service and say, hey, if you spread misinformation or hate speech, we can fine you $25,000 or $2,500. So how does that happen? How do you have someone on your team that feels like they could put this, we were joking around at our, our, our leadership meeting on our team, you know, wow, that's a really bad voice to text, you know, oops, because they came back and said, oh, we didn't mean to put that in there. And it's yeah. like, well, how does that, you can't accidentally put that in there. You know, it's not like voice to text where, oh, it changed what I was trying to say. Um, no, you put that in there and now you're getting blowback and people are canceling their PayPal accounts. And I highly recommend people canceling their PayPal accounts because even if they pull back and say we didn't mean to put that in there somebody there on a high level has that feeling that that should be what is happening and so we know the writing's on the wall so don't wait till they come all out and and start taking your money because you are outspoken about your faith or your political beliefs or or anything that's important to you don't wait for them to shut you down let's shut them down because that is that this should not be companies in america that can tell you that if if you speak your what you believe, you can be fined from them. That's that's absolutely ridiculous. Well, uh, we're running out of time here, Heather. Uh, what's next up for your platform? Where does it go from here? So, a couple of big things that we're doing. We're we're getting ready to launch cryptocurrency, so that that will be an option that people wow. will be able to donate in cryptocurrency or receive. Um, it's not going to be mandatory. People can choose how they want to accept funds. Um, and we, it looks like our processor has um, opened up to a few more countries. So we're looking to add those countries to our 86 that we already have. And we're just going to continue to stand in the space and say, we're, we've got your back. And we're going to allow you to use Give, Send, Go, whatever. And one day when you need us, and for some reason you're against what all the world tells you, you'll be very thankful that Give, Send, Go is here for you. And that's what we tell people, that even our haters. We say one day, your opinion might be different than everybody else's. And you're going to be glad there's a platform that allows you to have a voice as well. And so we're just going to keep walking this out, growing. It's exciting. Uh, this won't be the last you hear of us. Well, we'll have to catch up again. Give us the um, contact details, name of your platform one more time. Sure. So you can go to give, send, go. It's three words, give, send, go.com. Um, and then we also have give, send, go.org, which is our charity branch, which is recently launched. You can go there and start reading a little bit about the exciting things that we're going to be doing um, through our charity branch. So give, send, go.com. You can see lots of campaigns. You can give to them. You can start a campaign within minutes and start receiving money. You know, within 10 minutes, you can have it done. So please check us out. Um, yes, yeah, we're here for you. Heather Wilson, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You are listening to Dig Life Deep with John Aiden Byrne. You can reach the host in the U.S. at 973-529-4699. That's 973-529-4699. 973-529-4699. Email burndesk at gmail.com. That's burndesk, B-Y-R-N-E, desk at gmail.com. Burndesk at gmail.com.
subscribe for free.